Hey guys, Editor Reese here. Just thought I'd let you know for the first 10 minutes of the podcast, we had some tech issues with the recorder. So the first 10 minutes of the podcast, the audio coming through is from the camera, then about 10 minutes and it all gets fixed up. So enjoy the podcast. Oh, hello. Hello. Okay, goodbye. Welcome back to the podcast, guys. We're doing it. Was just waving to uh, a couple of passers-by at the apartment complex that we're staying at. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> Welcome. Bit of an old school cough there. <coughs> Welcome to the Luke Kidgel Hour. It's episode, who gives a shit? Doesn't matter, you're here, that's what's most important. Thanks for tuning in. It's good to be back, I apologise the podcast is late, but let's put it this way, I've been on a journey, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and I've landed in Perth, the home of spirituality. Not really, it's the home of cash money, mining, and racism. Um, no, that's a bit rough for Perth. I'm sure it's lovely. And, and actually, you know what? Bad start. Because Perth is actually one of my favourite places, probably the, my favourite place in the country. And I'm not just saying that because there's still tickets on sale at LukeKidgel.com. But um, there is still tickets on sale at LukeKidgel.com for this Saturday. Bunbury sold out. That's crazy. Um, to sell out a show in, in like, uh, regional WA. So, thank you. And, uh, yeah, over, like, 900 people have bought tickets to my theatre show, which means there's less than 100 tickets left if you're listening right now. So, get on there. It's going to be huge. Biggest show I've ever done. I think it might actually sell out, which is crazy. So, thank you. I appreciate it. I'm so excited. There was a little COVID scare yesterday where some guy had a weak positive, whatever, I don't know what that means, but the news like, oh, it's a bit of a weak positive, as opposed to what, if, can you test positive in a stronger way, like, oh, he's very positive, um, so he's a weak positive, so he's just not very optimistic, the, uh, the Rona in him, I'm not sure what that means, but apparently he, he turned, he tested positive, and then negative afterwards, so I don't know what that means, but anyway, they're not locking it down, but I was definitely scared on the plane, um, I'm on the Qantas free Wi-Fi, just refreshing news updates going, am I going to lose the last three weeks of my life and a bunch of money? Am I going to do that? And then I don't know. It's not, it's out of my hands. It's in literally in the hands of some mining workers wife. I'm pretty sure she gets COVID. I lose the last three weeks of my life. And that's pretty cool that that's the world we live in, where if someone else does a thing, it ultimately directly affects everyone and you get locked down and fuck you. So that's awesome. That's where I'm at. I hope you guys are well. I'm nervous, um, but I'm in Perth and it's good to be here. The last time we spoke, I was in Darwin and I got some yarns. I got some tales. Let's just start with the headline. All right. Pretend this podcast is a newspaper. Let's just get out of the way. <laughs> I got punched in the face. <laughs> What a headline. That's good. This is a good title. And people have probably clicked on this thinking maybe it's clickbait. It's not. Actually, I'd love to know what you think. I would love to know what you thought when clicking on this. Were you like, I don't know, maybe you just got flicked and he said punched or 
Because currently, uh, my eye still hurts, and so I, I, I'm disappointed. Although, I wouldn't be shocked, though. But at the same time, I feel like I've, I've had it coming for a while. I'm surprised that I haven't been punched sooner. I've said a lot of things in my time that should have got me punched, usually in the privacy of my own home on a podcast, like the goddamn social media warrior that I am. I'm like the uh, modern version of a keyboard warrior in the 90s. You know those guys that would get on forums with a username and unanimously just ruin people's lives? I'm like that, but I go, I'm Luke Kidgel, this is the suburb I live in, and this is what I think about this. And that's why I'm shocked no one's taken the opportunity sooner. Uh, no, by the way, that's not an invitation. I'm not saying, like, if you see me, fucking punch me in the face. I prefer you didn't. If that's also assault. Um, so for your sake, please don't do that. But one bloke in Darwin really seized the opportunity um, and punched me in the face. Now, he didn't know who I was. It, it was nothing to do with what I said. So, th- okay. I, I know how this sounds, by the way. Because everyone I've told, like I told my mates, like, oh, I got punched in the face. Every single one of them, Lewis said the same thing. All of them, they go, what did you do? Come on. Because as a guy, if you get punched in the face, everyone automatically thinks you deserve it. And now, 90% of the time, <laughs> that's true. But the, I swear to God, I was in the 10%. I did not deserve this punch. I probably could have avoided it, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know, really. I, it all happened too quickly. I still don't know if I could have avoided it or not. But at the end of the day, I, I blame my mum's bladder that she gave me. That I'm blaming my mum, <laughs> who wasn't in Darwin at the time. <laughs> and Meg's laughing, thinking that's a bit harsh to just <laughs> blatantly call out Shaz like that. But if I didn't have such a piss-weak bladder, I wouldn't have even been in the toilet in the nightclub where I got punched in the face in Darwin. So whose fault is it really? I don't even blame the Maori bloke that punched me. Come on, mum. So, <laughs> so, I'm at a nightclub at 2am in Darwin. Now, you're probably thinking, Luke, that sounds like you were pretty hungry for a fist. You had the nibble. You had the... Luke, a bit peckish for some knuckles, were you? Hanging out in a nightclub at 2am in Darwin. Apparently, I had the fucking munchies, right? <laughs> for a fucking fist slamming into my eye. So, whatever. I mean, so I'm there because Mastin and Kutcher are there. The DJ group, Get On The Beers, um, legends. Very, very lovely guys. We were hanging out with a few people on Thursday who we met. Megan and I were just at a bar. It's a very down thing to do. You just be at a bar, start talking to people. Then it turns out one of them was like coming to my show on the weekend at Darwin, which was sick, by the way. I'll talk about that after this. But um, then we go out to this like ladies' night. Now, this is three nights before I got punch by the way so we're going back in time and um we go to this one bar called monsoons which is on ladies night it dude though it was wild there was a uh, dildo racing which is the pinnacle of culture um in darwin i guess that's that's what they do there it's if you don't know what i'm referring to and by the way don't blame you because i'd never heard of dildo racing before a week ago but now i'm a big fan of the sport you get a corrugated iron roof or sheet with little grooves in it, right? And that gives you about six to seven lanes of perfect dildo racing track in each groove of the corrugated iron. And you line up your dildos. Everyone at the club like has one. Our tables was called 
Penetration Station. Do I regret the name a bit? Yeah, a little, not my best work because there was another one called Clip Crusher and that's hilarious, right? Alliteration, way better than my tacky rhyme. So um, we're cheering for our dildo, right? That was awesome. And everyone's high-fiving like our dildo won, which is just wild scenes, right? Then a stripper comes on stage because it's ladies night, male stripper, and um, (laughs) comes on, which I thought was pretty uh, ambitious, Three strippers come on stage dressed as firefighters, <laughs> dancing to Fallout Boy. <laughs> I was like, I'm just so confused. Because in one thing, I am a heterosexual, and, you know, th- they were good-looking blokes, I guess, but on the roids, a bit of tats, didn't really do it for me. But on the other hand, I fucking love Fallout Boy. So I'm kind of, you know, all the girls are screaming around me like, woo, take it off! And I'm just like, yeah! Patrick Stump and the Lads, another great composition, boys. Keep it up. I went to this tour. It was my songs, Know What You Did in the Dark. Look, not their strongest work, but better than their new shit, okay? Right, so I'm kind of jamming along like, my songs know what you did in the dark. And it was kind of fire theme because the chorus goes, so light them up, up, up. And as, dude, they were doing the tackiest dances. It was the most Darwin strip show of all time. These guys like doing these lame, like, I don't even know. It was like a pathetic... Imagine if you did half the nut bush and then just kept, and then that's it. You just like half the moves and then you kept repeating that. It was That was the striptease. And they eventually got down. The two other guys bailed for some reason. Maybe they didn't want to get their cocks out. Totally fair. Oh, this is fucking wild, right? He pulls a girl out of the crowd who's not that into it. By the way, I think Meg, you can confirm that, right? The girl's just not into it. She doesn't want to be on stage. Oh, 100%. She's been plucked out of the crowd. He slams her on the ground, kisses her up her neck. Like, it's like everyone's just viewing this sexual assault happen. And the girl's like, oh my god, what the fuck is happening? Everyone's cheering, going nuts. And then, um, and then he kind of like humps her. And I get that it's like a bit of fun, you know, ladies knowing we're out with the girls. But is that a bit of fun? I don't know. You be the judge. I, I, I didn't. She didn't look like she was having fun. But hey, I'm not her, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make accusations, right? But it was wild. I, I felt strange about it. I didn't feel, I didn't feel like great about it. Anyway, so I'm like kind of watching this thing. Going, holy shit, this is taking a turn. Then he kind of gets her back or kisses her on the mouth. By the way, I didn't imagine that. Did I, man? Kissed her on the mouth like twice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he definitely did. At first, I thought. He missed the cheek, and then he went in again. And I was like, okay, this is weird. So he's the strippers kissed her on the mouth, sent her back. <laughs> it was funny as well. He did it like it was he was doing her such a favour. Oh, for fuck's sake. The computer's died. It's on charge. All right, I'm back. My computer literally died when it was on charge. It was on 7%. I saw it go down to 4%, still on charge, by the way. Says it's on charge, and then it just keeps going down in percent, and that's awesome. So, hey, Apple, fix it, and that's not my problem. So any, And also, I realized my mic lead was clipping that whole time. So, it should be good now. I've changed it, new lead. I've binned the other one. So, let's go. All right, guys, where was I? Strippers. Oh, yeah, so he's doing his thing right, and he's making out like... He's doing this girl a favor, 
this big bloke who's a stripper. Like, oh, I'm, oh, this lucky girl gets to kiss me. <laughs> like, righto, you're a bloke from Darwin with a few tats and a fairly good rig. Chill out, champion. Um, and my favorite part, right? So it gets right to the end. And me, <laughs> fuck, it was so funny. <laughs> I'm surrounded by girls, right? I'm with Meg. We're with a group of girls. The people who we met who were coming to my show on the weekend, like they they were all females. So it was just me with like four or five girls in the one group. Um, there's a bunch of other girls around us as well. Again, it's ladies' night, right? Although a strange amount of dudes. Still about a 60-40 dude ratio in this uh, place, but I'm weirdly just surrounded by a bunch of girls, right? Because I guess I was the only person on the dance floor trying not to grope them. There was a lot of 40-year-old... A lot of 40... I can't speak. There's a lot of 40-year-old men there that look like Andrew Gaze. Um, and that's... No no disrespect to Andrew Gaze. He just has a lot of um, gropey doppelgangers in Darwin. Um, just a lot of... <laughs> that's like the vibe of, by the way, single old men in Darwin look like washed-up NBA players. Maybe because they might be. So that's a thing, um, which I didn't know until last week. But that's that's why you got to get out and get amongst it. Like, how would you ever know that? Like, now, if someone asked me, what do kind of old seedy blokes look like in Darwin? I'd be like, oh, former NBL players, just like that. And, and I'd have an answer to that question. But I would have never known before that. I would have been like, oh, I'm not sure. I have to get back to you. So that's good to know. The guy gets to the end of his little strip tease. He's going well. He's, he's taking his little jocks off, right? And he's got a towel covering his good bits and the song finishes he's doing a little bit of all right that's me time guys gotta get off we are no grand finale here and then by the way no one in the crowd like everyone in the crowd's like okay great that's the end of the show fair enough it's a bar let's keep it tasteful doesn't have to get his dick out i forgot where i was clearly i literally was like oh that's the end of the show of course then it's not a strip club then i'll let her show full frontal nudity and then i uh, checked the location and the pin of where i was and i was like that's right i'm in the northern territory so the guy walks back on stage and starts like putting his hand behind his ear like come on let me hear it want some cock ladies like he's doing a bit of like want me schlong and i'll be honest not getting that much of a response <laughs> i reckon like 10 girls like woo most of the other people have just lost interest gone to the bar so then Clearly, he's going to do it anyway. It's like every encore. When a band leaves, and they... I've always thought this would be hilarious. When a band leaves, say Blink-182 left, right? They haven't played Damn It or all the small things. And then the crowd just leaves. <laughs> Wouldn't that be terrifying as a musician just walking off stage and everyone's like, that was still great. We got to hear the rock show. We got to hear a few other classics. I Miss You was great. All right, boys, it's been fun. They just like... Everyone just leaves. And then the band's like, wait, wait, we haven't played our hit yet. <laughs> it felt a bit like that. It's like, I would never do that as a comedian. Like, because, you know, you don't have like a, no, comedians don't do encores, really. Like, it's weird to be like, one more cum joke. One more cum joke. <laughs> Even though they do want more. That's true. I, but I leave them wanting more. That's my thing. So, so the guy's coming kind of like, come on, let me hear it. No one's really giving him anything. They fade up the song again regardless. So people go, oh, he's, he's back, right? The, the, the naked man's back. So then everyone kind of turns back around to the stage. <laughs> he does one last final tease. It gets to the drop of the song and he just flicks up the towel, revealing his genitals. I'm not lying. 15 people laughed out loud. <laughs> 
It was the funniest shit. All the girls. See, I didn't laugh. I'm not going to be a dick to him. I'm not going to fucking hate on another dude doing him. I was trying to, like, get around him. If anything, I was one of the ones who's like, yeah, <laughs> penis or whatever. I'm, I'm just kind of, like, being neutral to the situation, but still supportive. I'm just like, woo, <laughs> okay, what the fuck am I doing with my life? I'm doing it with those ones. To get all the girls around me, particularly this one girl next to me, she just goes, Oh my god, and then leans into her friend and she goes, So small, <laughs> what the fuck? That's so rude, that's so disrespectful. All right, but he did have a little roid dick and it was very funny. Um, but I guess, but that's the thing like, when you have big muscles, like, you can't have it all if you're gonna get on steroids, you gotta take a loss somewhere. And we could, it was very evident where he took the loss. Uh, Two inches, actually. Big loss. But, um, yeah, it was pretty fun. So, anyway, then we got to this other place, right? And uh, I then see on the poster, like, oh, Mastro and Kutra are playing there. They're, they're cool guys, right? We've hung out at the comedy festival before. Like, I'll, like, hit them up and be like, oh, you're playing on the same night of a show. Cool, we should hang out. So, I, like, was like, oh, you boys from Darwin? They're like, fuck yeah, get on down. So, then this fast forward three days. And I honestly can't remember anything. I think I just sat in a room. And edited for three days. So nothing happened between those two times. My life isn't that interesting. I know it like sounds like, well, he seems like he's done a lot. It's definitely more interesting than someone in like Melbourne or Sydney right now. Or oh, Melbourne just went into another lockdown. Brutal. That's shit. Um, it's just so shit now. Like even like everyone's like, oh, suck shit, New South Wales. It's not good, right? It sucks. There's so many people I feel bad for there. It's like, that's so shit. Anyway, and then Queensland's in one. Everything's gone to shit. I have no idea what my shows, uh, what's going to happen with my shows. Um, I'm also not sure if I'm actually going to be going to Adelaide next week because I have supposed to have shows in North Queensland afterwards, but then I won't be able to get there afterwards. So anyway, I'm not sure what's happening yet, but you'll, you know, if you just look at my stories and or message me if you're not sure or email, and um, you'll be sent an email anyway. You should be sent an email. What am I talking about anyway? So I guess it's Saturday night. I'm I'm doing my show in Darwin. It was great. It was so hot there. I'm dripping sweat like all day, every day. So I decide to wear shorts on stage. Now, if you don't know, that is a big sin in the comedy community. No one wears shorts. It's a violation of the stand-up code. Um, when you get your little microphone certificate at the start, which we've all got, um, they can actually revoke your dick joke license for doing it. But I thought I'd run the risk. It was so hot. I'm not used to that weather. We've just come out of Melbourne, so I'm still not adjusted yet. I'm dripping. Everyone, all the locals are like, what are you doing, bro? It's it's our cold season. I'm like, is, if 33 degrees Celsius, by the way, I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. Look it up. Not my problem, right? Um, get a better measurement system of, of temperature every other country. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, if 33 degrees is your hot, like, sorry, your cold season, move, right? Don't get annoyed at foreigners coming there and wearing shorts. Just leave, I reckon. That's a better solution. So all these locals are judging me like, oh, man, it's sweaty jeans whether it's cold. You know, like when guys do that, like a bunch of Darwin dudes, oh, they're fucking men, you know, they live in Darwin, fucking Northern Territory, I'll drive a manual and I'll fucking let you know about it. These are the type of dudes we're dealing with, right? After the show, I got all these blokes coming up to me going, oh, mate, it's fucking cold. I find this cold. 
you know? Like, that's their version of acting tough. Just like, man, I don't feel the heat. Because, like, usually in Melbourne, it's reversed. In Melbourne, to be manly, you've got to be like, oh, I don't feel the cold, mate. I'm a bloody man. I've, cold doesn't bother me. In Darwin, it's so fucking hot there that to be a man, you got to, like, not feel the heat. You know, mate, oh, 45, 50 degrees. Mate, fucking preset the fucking oven to 180. I'll step in there. Have a nice sauna. It'll be great. That's like a, the Darwin vibe. So all these guys come up to me like, mate, it's bloody cold. What are you talking about? Don't even feel this heat. I'm not sweating. You know, I'm literally having grown men brag about not sweating. <laughs> See me? I, and I was just standing there like, you know, like me just being not insecure. I was like, oh, right. Well, I am. So that's why I decided to wear shorts. <laughs> I never even thought about that till now. They were all bragging about not being hot to me. That was actually the one consistent thing that happened with every guy I spoke to in Darwin. They all were like, oh, you, are you hot? Are you? Oh, I'm not. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. There's a painting above me. Oh. Oh, by the way, for those watching it, this is the most like hotel looking set of the whole tour yet. It's an Airbnb. There's just like some random art that you'd only find at a big W behind me and just a plain white wall. It looks like just like a, a girl on Instagram that hasn't yeah, that hasn't hit her final white girl form yet. Boys, 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 lads and also girls. Is your bush out of line? Is your hair just ugh, like that? If, how would you describe your hair in a sound effect? This is how I would describe my nuts right now. <laughs> so that's, that sounds like it's hard. That's, that sounds horny, actually. Swing. <laughs> no, th this is how I would describe my nuts in a sound effect. Silence. Because they're bloody smooth, dude. And that's thanks to Manscaped. Manscaped.com.au. Use code BASIC to get 20% off and free shipping on the new uh, Lawnmower 4.0. Yeah, you thought the 3.0 was good. <laughs> they fixed it. Well, there's nothing to fix. They just improved on it. This shit looks like Darth Vader, dude. It looks awesome. New and improved. It's from the future. Smoothest goddamn shave you'll ever get. That's for sure. Um, and Reese. He's been using it back at home, all right? Here's a testament, another testament from Reese, in case he didn't convince you last week. Take it away, Reese. Thanks, Luke. This here is the uh, new Lawnmower 4.0. It's uh, really good. I've been using it heaps, and um, if you use it, you'll get really uh, smooth nuts. So go use code BASIC for 20% off. <laughs> yep, it's that good. Uh, use code BASIC. They help support the podcast. Uh, it'd be cool if you supported them. It seems like it's going really well, so... um. Yeah, thanks to Manscaped for supporting it. And uh, seriously, great shaver. It also comes with like a ball toner, ball deodorant. You can get a weed whacker for your nose hair. Pretty much like you can just shave anything. I shaved my titties the other day. I have like real nice smooth titties now. Like it's just, Meg even said the other day, she's like, damn, this is, you have a great rack. And I was like, thank you. Thanks to Manscaped. Don't thank me. Thank Manscaped. So uh, if you need to just get rid of any hair, I would recommend it. It's a, the great shaver you can use it in the shower. It's discreet. It's <coughs> good. Had a bit of a hair on my throat. Fuck, should get the Manscaped on that. All right, guys, back to the episode. Use code BASIC, manscaped.com.au. Lawnmower 4.0. Yeah. So anyway, the, I'm wearing shorts on stage. Lewis is so angry at me. He's getting filthy because he takes pride in what he wears. Um, you wouldn't know it from looking at what he wears, but 
Uh, he, he was off me wearing shorts. He's like, never again. Then I wore a singlet, uh, my well gym singlet, which you can get at LukeKidgel.com. I don't know if you can, actually. I don't know what's happening with the merch. We're away, so I don't know how we're going to get it to you, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, I'm wearing my, my merch, right? And just cause just to piss a little off. That isn't that like really stubborn where you've got your mate who's on the other side of the country getting angry at you for wearing shorts. You're like, well, how could I rub it in further? And uh, I'll just wear a singlet just to piss him off. Even He's not even at the show. He's not even in the same location as me. He's thousands of kilometers away, and I'm just like, this will this will rub him the wrong way. So I, I did that. That was a bit of a laugh. Um, a real controversial choice. 80% of me, sorry, 80% of people on Instagram backing me, 20% saying no way. Um, will Gibb, a fellow comedian um, who is gay, uh, messaged me. That is the gayest thing I've ever seen um, anyone ever wear. So that was good. Fuck yeah, I'm glad. Finally, a bit of diversity in my act, repping some pride. Usually, it's just nothing but straight white male talking about cocks. And uh, all of a sudden, boom. Potentially, if you didn't know who I was, could have been a gay white male talking about cocks. So, I wasn't. I'm still straight, but, you know, I'm I'm flirting. I guess I was, fashion-wise, I was flirting with the idea, which felt kind of good. Felt very, felt very progressive. But anyway... Um, so that was a great show. Then we go out after the show and we meet up with uh, the boys from Ashton Kutcher at the club. A few people at the show there as well, having a bit of a chat. That was good fun. And, um, you know, and I don't go to nightclubs much. I talk about it in my act even. I'm 100% a pub man over a club man. And I don't say this in my act, but one of the main reasons is uh, because at clubs, you can get punched in the face. Now, um, <laughs> that's what happened and I'll tell you the story so it gets to 2am quite late I haven't been at a club that late in years like probably three to four years I don't even remember the last time I was at a club at a nightclub even let alone that late but it was what might have been quite some time ago so that was already foreign I'm kind of minding my own business I go to piss I walk in the toilet and there's a bloke who has another guy kind of up against the sink and they're sharing some pretty it's a heated exchange. I've what I've walked into is definitely a situation that is escalating by the second. And I it all happens so quick. So I want you to know I fling the door open. I'm about a meter away, um, clearly within arm's reach of a situation that's happening. Both the guys what's happening to look around. The guy who's getting looks like he's about to get the shit beaten out of him he looks at me like fuck i'm screwed doesn't really look at me like help just looks at me like oh you've come into me getting bashed like he kind of gives me one of those like just high eyebrows you're about to watch me get punched in the face bro kind of looks right i've never really been given that look before but i feel like that was the look the other guy gives me like a oh someone's going to intervene, fuck you, don't come any closer, look. I was drunk at this stage, right? Like, pretty intoxicated. I, You know, we've been doing shots of tequila. Because when you're in, like, the DJ booth, and this is something I've also never experienced before, two new things in a night, and they are both directly correlated, I feel. I've never been punched in the face, and I've also never known the DJ at a nightclub. Now, when you... <laughs> And those things are, are clearly correlated, right? So I knew the DJ. 
um, which means you get put in like the little VIP kind of area, you know, away from the, the peasants. <laughs> I wouldn't hang out with scum at a nightclub. I definitely would. That's that's my place. But um, and, and I was actually, I was leaving the VIP area to go and dance with with those, uh, what are they called? Um, the, the leeches of society, you know, on the nightclub floor in Darwin. Um, so I'm, I'm dancing with them, but then to get free drinks, cause I'm not an idiot, you know, I'll enjoy investing and I'm not made of money. So I was kind of ducking into the VIP area to get some free drinks. Um, so, which means I was there, I was well and truly there by 2am. So I'm, maybe I'm not, my judgment might have got the better of me. For some reason, I'm from peaceful, loving, happy Melbourne where everyone just sorts things out verbally and no one fights unless you're on King Street at 4 a.m. You know, we don't fight usually till after 3 in Melbourne because we're civilized. And um, I walk into this situation, I, I just go, I don't know why I did this, but it was just my natural reaction. I went, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I just kind of... I clearly I flung open the door. I was went to Organ to Pierce, took two steps and went, whoa, 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 what's going on? That's all I remember. And then I just got fucking cracked in the face, dude. Like, oh, it hurts so much. And I don't want this to come off like it's a cool story. It's definitely not. I was, fuck, man. I was a little bitch about it. I like held my eye. I, I, um, I don't know if I should say this, but I... um. Uh, I did reciprocate the punch, but if the cops are listening, this is all performance and satire and I would never do that because that's assault, right? And I wouldn't do that. And, and I, if you, I didn't, I wouldn't be bothering to check the security cameras at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, um, I didn't want to get, so I, it wasn't a fight. I wouldn't even call it a fight. That's why I'm not calling it a fight. I got punched. That's the story. Right, the story is I got clipped in the eye. It fucking hurt, and it, I couldn't like see. It felt like my uh, when I got eye surgery actually for the next two days. I had to ice it when I got home. It was hectic. Um, and the next day, there's a great photo actually, and it's so funny. And everyone thought it was hilarious because I stayed around at the nightclub after I got punched. See, most people would just walk away, right? Most people would just be like, "I've got punched. That's the end of the night." <laughs> you have to respect my commitment to the sesh. Okay, that's one thing. Even if you go, oh, Luke, you're a dickhead. You got punched. Shouldn't have got yourself in that situation. Perhaps, right? It was pretty unavoidable. I didn't really do a lot to deserve the punch. I feel like I I was just collateral damage. I feel like in this guy's mind who had the guy up against the sink, someone was getting punched. I think I came in at the wrong time and I ended up being the guy to get punched despite having no previous quarrels with the guy at all. Um, then I got really got an adrenaline rush. Like it took, took me a couple of seconds. Like it just had happened. I realized I'd been punched. It fucking hurt. And I was just like rocked. And, and then I just blindly look, it doesn't matter what happened after that. The point is I walked away right after I did what I had to, to the guy who punched me. <laughs> I was raised this is the thing. I was raised to like, if someone punches you, punch them back twice as hard. Now, that's how I was raised. I'm not saying that's right. Maybe it's probably not a good thing. I, w- I definitely wouldn't recommend it, right, at this day and age. It's, it's not cool. That's how you end up in prison. Um, it's happened to people I've known, and I, I definitely, yeah, wouldn't handle it the same if it happened again. But in the moment, it's 2 a.m. Just wasn't thinking correctly. But um, 
I then walked away. That guy got kicked out of the club. It was all good. But I, I was kind of worried that he would be waiting around to like get me or something like if, if I left straight after. So I kind of like stayed at the club for a bit. Plus there were free drinks and my eye was fucking killing. So I was just putting them back, um, which is, again is not a good idea after you get punched. It was really dumb. Um, lucky I'm fine. I, I think I knew at the time it was fine. Like I didn't, I didn't feel concussed. I wasn't. I don't know that's probably dumb to think that, but I, I just like, it didn't feel that bad. I almost felt like he just clipped my eye, but then I looked at the photo now and then woke up the next morning and it definitely was a lot worse than I thought it was. Um, there's this fucking hilarious photo that, um, Reese sent me. So there was a photo literally taken 10 minutes before I'd been punched and then another photo taken me. This is in the nightclub, like fucking thing. It's very funny. I'll post it on my Instagram during the week. And there's also a photo taken 10 minutes after I've been punched. And oh my God, I feel like this bloke's knuckles like slapped 10 years out of me. Just I aged like definitely over a decade. Um, it was, I'm trying to find on my phone. It was so funny. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I look like shit post punch. Like my eyes kind of closed. My lips bleeding for some reason. I didn't even remember getting hit in the lip, but that's the thing. I, I'm so happy before it as well. Before I'm like, this is the best. I'm loving. I'm in Darwin. I'm achieving my dreams as a stand-up comedian. That's what the first photo says. The second photo says, um, oh Jesus, um, nightclubbing's pretty fun, eh? That's what the second photo says. The second photo says. Oh, maybe you were a bit hungry for a knuckle sandwich, dude. <laughs> and you bloody ate up. That's for sure. I ate that. I really did. Everyone was really impressed. I, I feel like now definitely wasn't my intention, but I feel like I um I did kind of take it like a champ, which I never thought that would be me. I fully thought if I ever got punched in the face, I'd cry. But I think the adrenaline and maybe the alcohol um, just took over and, and now I just think, I really think it's funny. Um, the day after, a couple of days after, I really couldn't see and I couldn't work properly because I was like blind in one eye. But um, now it seems to be all good, um, hopefully. So <laughs> yeah, that's fun. Um, that's the story. I guess it's not, it's a pretty good story, I guess, compared to what we usually talk about on the podcast. But um, I feel like for a first punch story, it's quite underwhelming because nothing really happened post-punch other than, the guys who I was with, they were just like, they felt so bad, but it wasn't their fault. If anything, it was my fault. I could have just walked away. That's the one thing I could have changed. I could have walked in the door, seen a person about to be bashed and then just walked away and like got a security guard or something. But I don't know. I wasn't even trying to break it up. I think I was just like, whoa, 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 what's, that's away. Whoa. Like hey. maybe there was a part of me that's like, we don't have to fight here, but I didn't even get to that stage. I don't know what I was going to do. I didn't have a plan at all. I just, Within two seconds, there was already a fist in my face. So I I didn't really have time to think. I don't think I would have like tried to help the guy. I like to think that I would, but I, it's just not me. You know, I'm not, I would like to help the guy, but the guy was massive. And um, yeah, it definitely, I don't know. Yeah, I, he would have beat the shit out of me. <laughs> well, he did. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just saying would have. If you saw the fucking second photo, you'll be like, hey, look, he did. You'll... <laughs> You look like 45, 10 minutes after the first photo was taken. 
So anyway, that was pretty funny. Um, I'm all good. Though. I'm all good. What else has been going on with me? So that was Darwin. And then we kind of left a few days later. Nothing really exciting happened in Darwin. It's pretty funny when we were coming to Perth. Uh, it's really hectic COVID security in WA. Like they take this shit seriously. And it works. Like it, it, the results show in themselves. They're not really getting any. And everyone should be taking it this seriously. But we get to the... Perth Airport. It takes ages. They leave us in the plane because there's police have got to check every flight that goes through. Um, we get up there and they go, get out your photo ID and your pass. We get out the thing. He's like, so you haven't been in any of these places in the last 14 days? And we're like, no. And he goes, so no Victoria, no New South Wales, Queensland. We're like, no. And he goes, cool. And then we show him our ID and he goes, excuse me, sir. This is a Victorian driver's license. And I was like, yes. She, he goes, you said that you hadn't been in Victoria for the last 14 days. And I was just like, yes. It's like, dude, we literally flew here from Darwin. <laughs> he, he said it like I didn't know. He said, he's like, mate. And then he looked at me. He's like, mate, you do know that this is a, Victoria's, a Victorian driver's license. I was like, yes, that's where I live. I know that. As if I was going to be like, oh, fuck, really? Hang on. Let me look. Oh, dude. Uh, I thought I was from Zimbabwe. What the fuck's this Victoria place? I don't know what he thought I was going to say. Like, as if I was just going to be like, hey, hold up a second. Yeah, that's not right. I was like, yeah, man, that's that's where I live. And he was like, yeah, okay, so you definitely haven't been there. I was like, no. No, I've been in Darwin for two weeks. We did the quarantine. He's like, right, 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 okay. I was like, do you... <laughs> oh, my God. Like, do you really think... Fuck. I know I know he's doing his job, but he said it in a, such a condescending way. You know, he said it like I didn't know. Like, I pulled this thing out of my wallet and I was like... He, he looked at me like I handed him like a fucking Hoyt's gift card. Or like an everyday rewards card or some shit. He just like looked at me like, what the fuck would you bring this here for? I'm like, you asked me for my ID. This is it. Don't be so shocked when I give it to you. Oh, man. So yeah, Perth, take this shit seriously. I'm off to Bunbury tomorrow to do the show, which is sold out, which is cool. Um, and uh, yeah, I, one, I did want to talk about a few things that aren't me related. It's all—it's been bloody me, 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 me up to this point. Um, oh, I've got to fuck. I know I talk about this all the time, but oh, I can't get over it. Every day I wake up and I think, nah, that's the dumbest people are going to get. And then I wake up again the next day and I'm like, oh, <laughs> They topped it. Congratulations. And it's always people on TikTok. TikTok, the TikTok general user base is just like the, what, I know that they're young and I understand that, but oh, what the fuck do they teach in school? And I know a lot of it's probably Americans as well, like American young people, but it's everywhere. Everywhere has dummies, right? This is just, and it's the weirdest example, but it just shows that the lack of intelligence on a general level. Because I'm not even going to, oh, hang on, keep getting messages. Um, I know that people are dumb, right? Like, we all know that. We all know that when people discuss news and politics and stuff, that's how people get into these dumb echo chambers of just shitty thoughts and opinions flying around. I understand that. This has got nothing to do with that. This is just a general thing of a general lack of understanding of how the world works, right? And it's a, it's almost just shows the lack of thought that people put in to every single thing 
they choose to criticize and comment on, right? So I'm watching this video of the kid Leroy. Um, you know, he's that guy from Sydney. He's blown up. He's one of the biggest artists in the world. I personally fucking rate his tracks, dude. He's got some bangers. That new one with Bieber, tune. And it's a video of him live. You know, when you, I'm just bl- like mindlessly eating my wheat bix right, in the morning, just scrolling the talk as you do. And I just get, you know, when you just start watching a video, you're like, why have I been watching this for 30 seconds? I was just watching this video of the Kid Leroy sing that song live. And at the start of the clip, he goes, Hey, sorry, Justin's not here to sing with me, but I'm going to sing this song anyway. All right, because the song's featuring Justin Bieber, if you don't know. And Justin Bieber comes in in the second verse. So the first verse is Kid Leroy. The first chorus is the Kid Leroy, I think. And then Justin Bieber comes into the song after the second verse, which is how most features work in music, right? Particularly pop music. (sighs) He goes, all right, Justin's not here to sing it. So he starts singing the song. The crowd goes nuts, blah, blah, blah. Then it gets to... They do the chorus. Everyone's like, whoa, I can't fuck that. Even get me wrong here. I do the same. Everyone's jamming. I'm in my wee It's like, fuck it. The song slaps, dude. Then Justin Bieber runs onto stage. Everyone goes, ah, Justin Bieber is here. What the fuck? That's so crazy. Right? And then Justin Bieber sings his little verse. Right? And he nails it. Good on you, babes. Great stuff. Then I start scrolling the comments. The top comment, I'm not joking here, is someone going, wow, (sighs) ups to Kid Leroy for doing this, but massive disrespect to Justin, who couldn't even be bothered showing up on time. And it was like SMH, like shake my head or whatever. Like, and all the, and by the way, and you think like, okay, that's, that's one dumb person who doesn't understand and, and uh, by the way, it wasn't ironic. I think I've butchered the wording of it, but I even showed it to Meg and she read it. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with people? It was like a re- it was like a girl, right? And she was like, oh my God, like what? Justin's so rude. Like he didn't even have like the courtesy to show up on time to the, the kid Laurie set. Like I get that Justin's bigger than him, but like that's so rude. So she, w- <laughs> so this is, a, I don't know, this is, like doesn't mean anything, but I'm just saying this is how dumb people are. She watched that. And was like, Justin just came like came in right on time. Just he just got there in the nick in the nick of time, <laughs> like as if he wasn't just waiting backstage. And it was clearly like a fake out from the kid Leroy dude. It was like, oh, Justin's on here, so the crowd will get excited when Justin came on. And you think, now Luke, why are you focusing on this one comment? Who cares? This comment had twenty seven thousand likes. 27,000 people were like, yeah, fuck Justin Bieber for not showing up on time to this gig. (laughs) Oh my God. Dude, the video only had like 100k likes, which means like a quarter of the people who watched it were like, man, I can't believe he was late. (laughs) Imagine being that fucking dumb. Imagine watching that and going like, Man, Justin Bieber needs to work on his punctuality. <laughs> Not, oh, that would be a cool surprise for the crowd if, like, the guy who was also featured on the song came out. Dude, I see shit like this every day on this app, and it blows my mind. Like, I just sit there. It was the funniest thing I've seen on TikTok all week, and I only follow comedians. Like, it was so funny, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and all the comments... We're like, there's just arguing. This is why I didn't 
this is why I thought it. I was like, oh, maybe this is a joke, and maybe people know this is a joke. And then I started like, you know, never do this, by the way. But you see like a top comment, and then you can see the thread below it of people replying to the top comment. Never click that button. It's just a mistake. It's a waste of life. Don't do it. But I clicked the button. I was like, I got, I got to read this thread. <laughs> so I clicked the thread. A bunch of people going, "Are you fucking stupid?" Like, and by the way, those comments have nowhere near as many likes. Nowhere near. Everyone's like, like a few people are like, "You fucking stupid." It's he's clearly just there and and he like and he's coming out because as a surprise. Like, why would he just be standing there the whole time on on stage, right? And then these girls are like, "No, like, trust me, like." He wasn't there. Like, he came right on time. Like, the kid Leroy was lucky that he showed up. Like, <laughs> like also, <laughs> like, traffic was, it was a minute and a half late. Fuck. He only got there in the second phase. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, that's just so dumb. And then, who else was dumb? Oh, yeah. The Luke and Meg TikToks popping off, if you don't know. We're popping. No, what a shock that, um, that, the Luke and Meg TikTok, they were very popular and cool and going viral and shit. They were hot. No one's shocked, but just in case you didn't know, that's happening. We actually are going really well. Like, that TikTok's getting more views than my TikTok at the moment. We have, like, already have 20K followers. It's been up for, like, two weeks. Meg's been crushing it, right? Well done, Meg. Great. Um, and we... Oh, yeah, keep blowing smoke up your butt. We'll save that for the OnlyFans. All right. Sorry. Meg just requested that I keep blowing smoke up her butt. Sounds gross. Um, <laughs> it is gross, yeah. What's the fetish? Nebulophilia. They, they they would like that. I talk about it on my show. Anyway, guys. <sighs> what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. We upload this video of... Um, Meg tells a story. It's on the Luke and Meg Patreon one. But we upload... The full story is on Patreon. But essentially, it's like... The story is Meg accidentally went to a rub and tug. One day, like, she went to get a massage and, the, like, the girls, like, get naked and Meg realized, like, oh, she's going to try and finger bash me. Like, this is fucked. Right? So, Meg's telling the story. Now, the girl in the story, she's Asian, right? And now, now, she wasn't white. She wasn't Russian. She wasn't French, right? She wasn't any type of European. She wasn't from Antarctica. She wasn't a penguin. She was Asian, right? I'm assuming Thai. I'm not sure, right? I wasn't there, right? But, uh... She was she was from an Asian country. And Meg was telling the story. Now, say that she was from Russia. Meg would have been like, she was like, get on the bed. You know, get some vodka, fucking blah, whatever. Now, no one then would have been like, whoa, Luke, whoa, whoa, vodka. Bit fucking, way. No one gives a shit. If you know about white people, Meg did the Asian accent. Not mocking her, by the way. Literally just telling the story. She was, she's like, oh, she said this. And this is how she sounded, right? When she said it. She did the accent, right? And it was funny, right? But it, w- it wasn't mocking her. It was just, it was funny to embody the character in the story because that's what good storytelling is. And do the comments, stuff fucking gone off because I'm like, well, I made the mistake of forgetting what platform we're uploading on. Turns out people on TikTok have the brine, uh, uh, the brine, maybe I do too, the brain, um, of like a really, really, really small monkey. You know the cute ones at the zoo that like, and they run in the little cages? Those ones. Like a really, like a compact little Happy Meal toy-sized monkey. That's the brain of the average TikTok user, right? Um, everyone starts going off. I can't believe you did the accent. Wow, is the accent necessary? And this happened on Luke and Lewis the other day as well, where another friend of mine, Joseph Green, was telling a story about how he went to India and 
um, he did the Indian accent of what the guy said to him at the at the match, at the cricket match he went to, and everyone goes, what the fuck? What? People only get angry for some reason when... So the, people don't care when white people do accents of other white people. But, like, why is it... I don't get why is it any more offensive to do it... Why is it offensive at all? It's not. But why do people think it's offensive to, like, do the accent of an Asian person but not, like, a Russian person? What the fuck's up with that? That, that it actually makes no sense whatsoever. You're just doing... Like, if they did a bad accent of Australian, I'd be like, ha oh, yeah, that's, like, pretty much what we sound like. That's pretty good. You know, like, well, I wouldn't... Who would care? You know, and there's Asian people in the comments going like, yeah, but that's what we sound like. So, what... You know, it's only ever white people getting angry on the other people's um, behalf. It, that's not even my point, by the way. So, people are getting angry at us for doing this accent. I don't think it's bad. Whatever. Maybe you disagree, but I just think she wasn't mocking her. It's bad if you go, like... You know, you, you say really racist shit while you're doing the accent. Yeah, that's bad. But that's bad to anyone, right? Um, however, she's just doing it. Then people start arguing with each other. Like, no, it's not bad. It is bad. Not bad. And I was like, oh, my God. And I did it again. I'm stupid. I clicked on the thread. I was like, oh, I'll click on the thread. I get like... And by the way, I don't read these things. Like, if you think... I'm not going to read your TikTok comment. I'm sorry. Like, I'm probably just not. I might read it if on my stand-up clip. But I'm, I'm not going to read like a thread, right? I, I got shit to do. So I'm kind of just half-assed reading this thing. I'm just scrolling down like, oh man, people are really angry. I'm just like doing the loose scroll. And then I just like stop on one and people lose sight of the argument, right? You got to stay in the pocket of the argument. We're talking about languages and accents. Argue that. I'm totally cool with that. If you agree or disagree, who gives a fuck, right? You're wasting everyone's time anyway because you're doing it on a fucking TikTok comment section of two people that honestly couldn't, care regardless right of what you thought if you thought it's funny great if you didn't great um then i said this comment it's like yeah well your people invaded uruguay so fuck you and i just was like whoa what is this <laughs> comment section become and it's every single comment section the argument starts on one thing and by the end people are just like yeah well 1984 your whole country did this to this country. So that makes you a bad person. And I'm just like, weren't we talking about accents here? Like, literally, people are just like, oh, right, now you're having to go with the French now. And I'm just like, well, like, how did this, how did this discourse, like, end up here? How does all online arguments in every comment section just end up completely nothing about the original argument? Do you, do everyone a favor and, just don't argue online because it's a waste of time. But if you're going to, right, if you, I get some people like it, you know, they probably sit there with popcorn. They like it. You know, if you're going to do that, duck, duck and weave over the things. Like if someone sends you a, oh, fuck you and it's not relevant, boom, let it go over the shoulder. Keep going. Keep going. Just focus on what you're originally arguing because I feel like every argument online, it's really tiring as a fan, you know, of watching people waste their lives you know that's why i'm fucking tired all the time i don't i never argue with people on the line but after a big day of viewing it um i go to bed fucking exhausted every goddamn day i'm like oh another big day watching people waste other people's time and mine on the internet um so yeah that would be just my recommendation if you're gonna have an argument with a stranger on tiktok um stay focused you know there's a lot of ideas to being throwing around but thrown around by 14 year olds about the world but it's by the end, it's never related to the video or the subject matter on which they were initially discussing. Like this happened to my one. 
Like I made some joke about, and I implied that some Asian guy had a small dick, right? Which is just a fact, right? And a, a bunch of Asian people below were like, yeah, my dick's tiny, right? Cool, whatever. It's like a stereotype, you know, is it, is it, even whether or not you think that's racist, that's who, I, I don't care, right? I made a joke, it was funny. I put it on TikTok, right? And every, a bunch of people loved it. Then all of a sudden, people start getting angry at me. I see it. I go, oh, that's pretty funny. And then, dude, I get to the end of the pocket and some guy's just like, yeah, well, I could fucking beat you in FIFA, bro. <laughs> and it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> and this guy was like trying to stick up for me. He Initially, I read the bit of the thread and he's like, no, man, he's not being racist. He's just pointing out that this is like a fact and I'm Asian and I agree. Like, it's just true. Like, genetic, like, just genetically, we have the smaller penises. It's just a thing. Like, it's not it's not a bad thing. It's just what it is, right? This is an Asian guy trying to vouch for me. And then he just loses sight of the argument. And then, like, 10 messages later, he was like, well, I'd fucking smash you in FIFA. And I was like, don't have my back. And then challenge him in a fucking soccer video game, dude. This is the problem with everyone. <laughs> no one can stay focused. And this is why nothing ever gets done. I feel like that's what happens in Parliament. They're like, all right. How are we going to do the COVID rollout? And then by the end, someone's like, yeah, well, I would fuck you up in Banjo-Kazooie, dude. You know, like, is that why nothing gets done? Because ScoMo keeps challenging people. He's like, yeah, you think you're fucking hot shit at Goldeneye? <laughs> Get a Nintendo 64. I'm going to show this fucker how it's done. And that's why we're at 8%. That's why no one has a vaccine. And that's why I can't do my shows. I assume that's what's happening. Otherwise, there's no other excuse. I reckon every argument's the same, whether it's 13-year-olds on a social media platform that no one really is policing. or I mean, people are... The, the, actually, that's one thing that doesn't happen on TikTok. My videos get taken down a lot, but no one ever polices the comment section. That is a... That's the wild west out there. That's a free-for-all. But um, I reckon that's how all arguments just end. People just lose sight of it. They get bored, and then they just like ended up, end up trying to win as opposed to win the argument that is trying to like win superiority over the other person. Anyway, I've really gone on a tangent here. I've I've lost my way. You know, I've literally done the thing I'm talking about. <laughs> what was I even talking about? People are dumb. Oh yeah. So fuck 'em. <laughs> That's the end of the podcast. Thank you all very much for tuning in. Come down to my Perth show. It actually might sell out, which is fucking crazy. I can't wait to tell you guys how that goes. Um thank you for all the support. I'm sure when I walk out on that stage and there's like fucking a thousand people, I'll lose my fucking mind and be like, holy shit, the, the every dumb podcast and every effort I made was worth it, hopefully. Or I'll just be like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm excited to tell you guys about it. And um, yeah, it's been it's been a long time coming, but it's, uh, it's very cool. I appreciate it. So yeah, get a ticket to the show. I'm going to try and do as many shows as I can coming up. It's very uncertain at the moment with Queensland and stuff, what's going to happen. But the plan is to head to North Queensland, do those shows. Adelaide at this stage is looking like it will get postponed um, next week, the show that's on August 12th. Uh, nothing I can really do about it. It's just I'm, I can't risk eight or eight shows over one, um, essentially. So we'll have to postpone that again. But um, yeah, that's why it's looking. Unless Queensland suddenly open their borders to South Australia, then I'll, I would love to, to obviously come and do both. But yeah, it's just, it's so shitty when you have to make a tough call like that. Um, but that's, I don't know what's going to happen yet. It's all still up in the air. So just check your emails and get your tickets so you can get a refund if the show doesn't go ahead. So um, 
Yeah, thanks very much for tuning in, everyone. And uh, yeah, jump on the Luke and Make Patreon. There's the extra episode uh, on that. And uh, also the bonus YouTube content as well. We upload extended cuts of the Beauty and the Geek videos you've been seeing and any other, any other YouTube videos like that in the future where Meg and I are reviewing things. So, bit of bit of bloody fun there. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you later. Uh, bye. So-